Hello everybody. God bless you all. Let's pray. Father, I'd like to thank you for this amazing opportunity and the privilege of sharing about you. And I pray, Lord, that you will speak to all of us through your word. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. I'd like to thank the Hub Community Church for inviting me today. My name is Philip McCroft. You may call me Phil. I'm married to Jumara, who you may call Zhu. And we have three amazing kids, Louisa, Lucas and Louise. I was born and brought up in northeast Brazil in a town called Patos, which some of you may know. I am the grandson and the son of British missionaries who have been working in northeast Brazil for the past 72 years. My father and mother, John and Liz Medcroft, have been leading the Asso Evangelica, Asev Church, for the past 49 years. September last year, myself, my wife and my kids, we moved to the UK and we uh, planned to stay here for a few years. I'd like to thank Andy, Robin, for always checking how we're doing, for always reaching out. I'd like to also thank everybody at the Youth Club for welcoming Lucas. It is very, very much appreciated. And of course, I'd like to thank Ben, Miriam, Josias and Anna for their love and their friendship and support always. Today I'd like to share with you um, in Matthew chapter 28, where we have an account of Jesus' resurrection. If we read the gospel, we see all about Jesus' life, with the very last chapter being about his resurrection and the last things that he did on this earth. When we read the account of his resurrection, we see that he rose from the dead and he met Mary and Mary and told them to tell the disciples to go meet him in Galilee. And if we skip to the very end, we get to one of the most famous passages in the Bible, the Great Commission. And starting on verse 16, this is what it says. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. You've probably heard this passage a number of times and it's quite easy to become familiar with it but not to actually grasp what it was like to be there in that moment. Can you picture that scene? The disciples just met Jesus who rose from the dead. What do you think it would have been like to be one of those disciples? To go to this mountain to meet Jesus and to hear him give this great commission. Can you put yourselves in their shoes? The Bible never actually says which mountain Jesus gave the Great Commission on, but a lot of people believe it was the Mount Arbel, which is the tallest mountain in that area, and one that they would have certainly passed by a number of times, one that they certainly knew where it was, and maybe one that perhaps was such a common sight to them that Jesus didn't even have to say where to go. You know, we just said, Go meet me at the mountain. 
and they just knew where to go. I don't know if it really matters on which mountain this all happened, but I'm hoping that you can take a minute with me and just try to picture yourself there. When Jesus gave that great commission, I just want you to just try and picture what the disciples have been through. Imagine what they've just experienced. They're taken up to this high mountain where they can see where so many of the important moments of Jesus' ministry happened. Perhaps they could see the location where Jesus had called them, come, follow me. They could look across the sea and they they could see where Jesus had fed the 5,000, look somewhere else across the sea and they could see where Jesus had fed the 4,000. They could look at the sea and see where Jesus had walked on water. This changes the scene a little bit, right? They're looking around and they're just seeing places and they're remembering all that Jesus had done and now he's here, he's alive. And of course, the, the, the disciples were very well aware of the recent events, right? You know, Jesus' arrest, you know, the betrayal that happened to him and his arrest, the death on the cross, and now his resurrection. And it all culminates here, the Great Commission. Go, make disciples of all nations. Whatever they were feeling or thinking, this was a pivotal moment, right? This was not the end. It was just the beginning. And if you read through the book of Acts, you see that they did exactly what Jesus commanded. Those first disciples were filled with courage and boldness and they went and made disciples and then they made disciples and then they made disciples and then they made disciples and they kept making disciples through the years on and all around the world and that has led to every disciple of Jesus watching this video today that mission is our mission that's what we're all about it's the thing that we've been given to do to share the gospel, to help turn people into followers of Jesus Christ, to help people learn about him and trust in him, to baptize whoever believes in Jesus and help them learn and follow him and obey him. That mission is what we want to recenter ourselves on now. We are here to make disciples of Jesus. Cross-cultural mission has shaped my life. God's call in my family's life is the reason why Brazilian Portuguese is my first language. The reason why I met my lovely wife and my best friends thousands and thousands of miles away from here. The reason why I fell in love with Brazil's northeast. And it's the reason I call that place home. You can and you should appreciate and value your roots. I'm not the grandson or the son of a businessman, of a baker, a mechanic, a doctor, an engineer, a lawyer. I am the grandson and son of missionaries who gave up the comfort and the security of their homeland to work in a remote place in the service of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And over the years, by God's grace, 
I've had the opportunity to contribute to the work of God in Brazil as a youth pastor at my local church and in the music ministry where I began when I was nine years old. And now I'm here in the UK where I will be for a few years. And if I saw mission life as one compartment in my life and since I'm now away from the mission where I was born into, maybe if I understood mission as just that one compartment in my life, which is now closed for the time being, and if I saw mission work, family life, my professional work here, and if I had everything divided into compartments, I could, I could perhaps think, well, maybe it's a time to take a break, you know? And I'll reopen my mission compartment when I go back to Brazil eventually. Unfortunately, this misinterpretation of what mission is supposed to be in our lives is quite a common thing. I think we have, for many years, misinterpreted what it really means to do mission and what Jesus is commanding us to do through the Great Commission. As Christopher Wright wrote, mission is not an agenda to be tackled by people assigned to do it for the rest of us. Mission is the mode of existence for the whole life of every member of the whole church. Of course, God may have a specific calling in your life and calling you for specific ministry or a call to reach your neighbourhood, to reach a specific city, region or even a different country. But we are all called to share about Jesus. Not separating our lives into departments and compartments that we open and close depending on what we're doing during the week or where we are and who we're with. What Jesus is saying is as you're going about your lives, as you're going about your lives, train and teach people to follow me. This might look like developing a relationship with your neighbour or with a barrister who makes a coffee. It could mean buying someone a meal and telling them how valued they are and how appreciated they are. Or it might look like taking care of your kids, loving them, loving your wife, showing them love and affection. But whoever God places in front of you, wherever you are, show them what it means to follow Jesus. And in every situation, let your actions be influenced by your love for God and for others. I'd like to give you some practical examples. In, 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 in the work of Asev, Asa Evangelica, back in Brazil, there's so many different projects that I just don't have the time to share about all of them. But I'd just like to share a couple of examples to show how we can in practical ways, reach out communities and share God's love with people. We live in the northeast Brazil with the reality of lack of water because it's a semi-arid region and we often have years with hardly any rainfall. And of course, water um, in the reservoirs become um, come to a bare minimum and to a point that sometimes... Lots of people in different communities have to just pack the bags and move somewhere else. And seeing that reality, over the last um, decades, 
Asaya Evangelica has drilled over 300 wells in communities to help people survive with having the bare necessity of, of water so that they can survive in their own local communities. But it's not just we drill the well and we walk away. We establish a relationship with the community and we help them with their needs and we of course share God's love practically by blessing them with a well, by blessing them with other means, but also by sharing with them what God has done in our lives and share with them the message of Jesus Christ. And we have seen communities change from very violent communities to the safest, nicest places to go. We've seen people's lives changed dramatically and we've seen people surrender and become followers of Jesus Christ. And now they are also preaching, reaching other communities with a message of what God has done for them. I'd like to also share about uh, a, a part of the town where I was brought up. Um, there's a part of town, a big area of, of Patos called the Jatoba, and it's a very dangerous due to drug problems and it, it's also got a lot of issues of prostitution and in that area in that part of town we established a local school which gives good quality education to kids every week and during the weekends we do work with children and with youth we take the youth from our local church in Patos and we go there and we visit the local communities and we share with them about Jesus Christ and we invite them to come along for an evening service and we do it in the middle of the street and it's it's just great it's just amazing to just reach a whole community that way those are just two examples from back home but I'd like to also share Andy's example he was sharing a few weeks ago sharing about when he was in hospital and other guys were there in the ward with him and how he had the opportunity to listen to them and to share with them, to pray with them. It's not about forcing people to listen about Jesus. It's about being open to the opportunities that God has given us day after day. People that are coming to us thirsty to hear about Jesus. We just need to be very, um, have attention to realise the opportunities that God has put in front of us every day. And Andy had the opportunity as he was there in that ward. And he was listening to the, the, the guy's stories. And how he had the opportunity to share about Jesus with them. To pray with them. Also, um, when I was still living in Brazil. Um, I had every Monday a little um, uh, football training that we used to go and I was I was the only Christian there and I always prayed and I said this is this is one of my mission fields I want to see this as an opportunity uh, for my keeping my good health so I can play football and exercise but also I want to reach out these guys with the message of Jesus Christ and it's not just it wasn't about getting there and then forcing people to, to listen to me. I was just there. And whatever opportunity I had when I was sitting down resting, many times guys would come and sit down and talk to me. And out of the blue, they would start sharing about the difficulties they were having in life and the difficulties they were having in their marriage with their kids. And those were opportunities for me to 
give them a word of encouragement, um, tell them about Jesus. And it was, it was just incredible. Um, there were so many opportunities and I praise God for that. So I'd like to encourage you to make mission and, and see your, yourself in, in a mission field 24 hours a day. Because there are people that will cross your path and that you will meet that I will never meet. That I will never be able to reach. Or Andy or Ben or Robin will never be able to reach. But you will. And that you pray and you ask God to help you. And to ask God to present you with the opportunities of sharing. Be it by sharing literally scripture and, and the message of the gospel with words or with actions by sharing and showing God's grace and love through your actions. Finally, I like to say that I believe that the nations are reached from the local church in so many ways. By reaching our local community. And the UK is in a very privileged position regarding this because there are just so many people from so many different nations. Just think of the potential to reach nations from your own neighbourhood. The nations are reached from the local church by the local church also supporting missionaries overseas, supporting them in prayer, supporting them financially, supporting them by messaging them, letting them know that you know, we're in this together, we're praying. They have a church thousands of miles away. We're backing them and supporting them. I believe the nations are reached from the local church by praying for our brothers and sisters all over the world. In particular for Christians that today are still facing persecution. I hope this message today has encouraged you to speak out and share what Jesus has done for you. And I pray that God will use us, that God will give us courage, that God will give us a heart full of love for others who don't yet know about Jesus Christ. That in our hearts we will have a strong feeling and motivation to reach out to others with a message of Jesus Christ. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. God bless you all.